Welcome to Natural Kids Health Podcast, hosted by board-certified health practitioner Fraser Bridgman. Fraser shares how she went from world judo and jiu-jitsu champion to dedicating her life to helping her daughter, Michaela, who was struggling with life-threatening health issues. After helping her daughter get her health back, she has become a world-renowned health coach. Fraser now shares how you can help your own family achieve the health and wellness goals they deserve. Now here's Fraser. Hi, it's Fraser, and today we're talking about skin allergies and skin irritations in kids. We're going to start talking about eczema. Eczema is found on a lot of kids ages 1 to 5. About 1 out of 10 kids at some point will experience eczema before the age of 5. And it is inflammation, red inflammation of the skin, and it can often develop anywhere on the skin, and it can be quite itchy and make kids quite irritable. Kids seem to be the most susceptible as their detoxification pathways and their immune systems are still developing. So unlike adults, not that adults don't get it, but we have stronger and more developed immune systems and detoxification pathways, we are not quite as prone to getting it as we reach adulthood as when we are quite young children. And you see it commonly in babies and in toddlers. And it can be quite a nuisance. It can cause babies to be, you know, very cranky because one, I mean, they can't itch it properly. And it's just, it's an irritable sensation if ever you have experienced dry, itchy skin. Common causes of skin allergies are often in this age group from food. So food allergies, foods that are consumed and even food sensitivities. So not necessarily a food allergy but a food sensitivity that you can't really tell what food is bothering them, but rather over time and it has a delayed response causing this reaction and this inflammation. Kind of like your skin is like a warning sign of what's going on inside the body. So I always say if your skin is having irritation, you can only imagine the inflammation going on inside the body. So it's kind of like a warning sign to be like, hey, pay attention, something isn't right. So often it can be also developed not only through foods, but through chemical irritation. So whether your child or yourself comes into direct contact, their skin comes into contact with something that's irritating, a chemical or toxin within their own environment. So another symptom of skin allergy and irritation can be hives. So not just only eczema, but hives, which we all know as very small, red, irritating, and very itchy bumps can be in a patch or all over head to toe on the body also can develop. And sometimes these allergy hives can be, you know, only last for a few hours, but it can also last for over a week. And you often see it being associated with like an anaphylactic type of reaction, but it also can be just from a more minor reaction within an individual. So what are some common foods that cause this type of symptom? So common foods would be, especially for young children, the most common are peanuts, milk, eggs, fish, shellfish, which includes crab, lobsters, crayfish, shrimp, soy, anything made from soy, tree nuts, which include pecans, cashews, walnuts, and last of all, wheat. So these are the most common ones. Are there, are there plenty of others that can be the culprit behind the symptoms? Yeah, for sure. But when you take in the data, these are the most common culprits and the ones you'd look into first to see if you could figure out and kind of tease out the things you could take out of the diet to alleviate the symptoms. 
There is also a known to be a strong hereditary link when it comes to skin allergies, meaning that if a parent suffers from eczema and, and hives, then there's definitely a higher likelihood that the child will develop a same or similar symptom as their parent. And it's not to say that a child with parents who don't have the problem will get it, just a, a higher likelihood. So what are some of the natural soothing remedies that you can do for your child if your child does have eczema or or itchy hives or similar skin irritations? So first of all, you want to deal with, of course, in the moment the child is irritable and itchy and you want to help soothe them. So number one on the list, I'm sure you've heard of this before, is oatmeal. So making a powder out of oatmeal. So literally you take oatmeal and you put it in a blender and you blend it up until it becomes a powder. So I mix it in with a warm bath. So you take about a cup of this powdered oatmeal and you put it in a dilute it within a nice warm bath and then put your kid in the bath for about 30 minutes. This is going to be so soothing and help your child just feel a relief from that irritation and, and help to take some of that inflammation out. Oatmeal has a a really interesting biological active element to it. It has antioxidants and inflammatory properties, which help soothe the itch directly. I just find that really interesting. You can also make a paste with the oatmeal powder to put directly on the irritated area by mixing that same powder. So if you take a quarter cup of the powder of oatmeal and you mix it with some distilled water. So I just do one teaspoon at a time until it's a good consistency. And then you just put it directly on the affected area and cover it with a bandage or with a warm moist cloth for about 30 minutes. And then of course you want to rinse that area off after the 30 minutes with some nice cool water and make sure that you use a chemical-free moisturizer, hypoallergenic moisturizer afterwards, just to kind of keep that nice cool. And it will really take the inflammation out and the itch and give them some relief from the wanting to scratch it until it bleeds. With the bath, you can also jazz it up a little bit. So you can jazz up your nice bath or even your paste and you can add a teaspoon of coconut oil and four drops of lavender essential oil. So both things are calming and can add in some moisture without irritation. So just a nice way to give your child some relief from the problem. Another option would be baking soda. So I always recommend if you're going to use a baking soda that you use an aluminum-free, which you can get at your local health food store, mixing about one cup of the aluminum-free baking soda and mixing it in your child's bath and soaking in the bath for about 15 minutes. And of course, rinsing off after the bath with nice warm water, getting it all off your skin. Another thing to put on afterwards would be aloe vera. So you want the pure gel of the plant that can really be soothing and calming for itchy skin and atopic dermatitis. So just something to keep in mind, keeping an aloe plant at home whenever you might need it is, uh, can be really beneficial. Some important things to do to solve the issue at a root level, though, however, so this has helped soothe in the meantime, but why is it happening? What is your child reacting to? So, of course, you always want to get to the root cause and to help your child so it doesn't happen again. So getting tested for allergies, of course, is really important. Going to an allergist so you can really weed out, is there a very specific allergen, like I mentioned in the top common allergens, that you could just avoid and then the problem is gone. If there's no known allergens, though, your child could have a food sensitivity. There could be multiple food sensitivities. And again, it's hard to tell because these have latent reactions. So it's not something that they would eat and then they would immediately get the response. 
it could take days and accumulation of eating the product to have the symptom. So I would highly recommend if the allergies don't come back with anything, you know, mind blowing, then you would get an at home food sensitivity test where you just do a finger prick and you put the blood on the blood spot card and you send in the mail and it, it's tests for about 200 common foods. And it will come back with a list of the foods that are, you know, in red that you definitely should cut out. And this alone can make a dramatic effect for your child's health and for your child's skin problems amongst other things for sure. So I definitely recommend doing that if the allergist doesn't come up with the absolute end and be all answer. And you can get that from any of a local naturopath or integrative health practitioner near you. And you can also go to my website, of course, fraserbridgman.com and there's information there about that. So what would be next on the list would be to trade out as many at home products that you have been using that might have chemicals in them. And you want to trade these out for natural products. So often chemicals are a common contributor to skin irritation. So whether it's in your shampoo or your conditioner or your soap or your laundry detergent, or whether it's just Glade plugins that could be causing irritation within the air. So you really want to take a good look at what you're doing with your child's clothing and with their bedding and with their their daily care, washing care, and trying to figure out, well, maybe there's things in there. And often if you can't read what it says on the label, it's a probably high likelihood that it is a chemical that maybe they shouldn't be bathing in. So I always recommend going to ewg.org. So uh, environmentalworkinggroup.org. They've put together enough, just like a fabulous website and and links to look at your common products that you use and to kind of offer better suggestions on there, which uh, is really, really helpful because you really want to purge out all of the personal care products that have any kind of fragrances in them. Fragrances is just not a good thing for especially young children as they develop. You know, looking even into their moisturizers and toothpaste and hair products and in-home fragrances. So whether it's plugins or room sprays, and the list goes on. So a good place to start. Definitely take some time to check out the health rating at ewg.org on the current products that you use. And if it's a poor rating, you really want to look and find what you can transition out and use something a little healthier, which also will help with your child's skin irritation problems. The next thing I would consider is definitely changing out your water filtration system. We're definitely going to do a, a full podcast on water and unfiltered water or tap water and the the truth behind it because I'm sure you know everyone has different opinions but the truth of the matter is there is a lot of chemicals in your tap water and if you're bathing in it and showering in it 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 has chlorine that's how they clean it I mean it definitely goes from your toilet through a cleaning process and then back out your tap water that's that is just the reality and the truth behind it so they have to use chemicals to kind of make that a possibility so when you have a bathroom and you have a shower, I mean, it's heat. It opens up your pores. So then it's very penetrable for chemicals, especially chlorine, to enter your child's system. And this can, of course, cause great problems and skin irritations. So something to consider is really to get in a, if you know, a cheap way of doing it is to get for the actual faucet itself and the shower itself. There's products that you can put right on where it filters through as the water comes out and a little more of an expensive, but highly recommended is to get your whole house system, you know, a charcoal system put in where your water comes into the house and it goes through the charcoal system, kind of takes the chlorine out of the water before it comes through your taps all throughout the house. 
And, you know, it definitely for drinking water out of the tap, you do not want your child drinking tap water. I definitely recommend putting a filtration system underneath the sink of, you know, where they would commonly get their water so that it would be, you know, reverse osmosis before it comes out the tap because chlorinated water can cause a lot of problems. It is not meant to be drank and it is really not meant to be soaked in for long periods of time as well. And this can be definitely causing your child's skin irritation without question. So yeah, just check out some different reverse osmosis areas or things that you can get for your filtration. I highly recommend to do that. And of course, there are many supplements that can help reduce symptoms of skin allergies and allergies in general. And we're going to get more into this on a, a later episode, but definitely where I would suggest starting if someone is a child is prone to these types of sensitivities and skin irritations and like mild allergies, as you want to say, I would definitely start with going on an immunity protocol. So, you know, increasing their intake of vitamin C naturally, but also definitely adding a vitamin C supplement, of course, vitamin D. So in winter months, you just can't get enough vitamin D. So definitely putting vitamin D supplement in your child's day-to-day care is going to help them with that their immunity. And that also helps with an allergy response as well. And then the third thing I would say is balanced zinc. So I definitely think like overall, that's the beginning of the immunity protocol. And I would, that would definitely be on top of a, a multivitamin or a daily nutritional shake in a smoothie for your child. You know, always making sure your child's getting 100% of their daily nutritional needs met and then making sure they're eating a really healthy balanced diet of fruits and vegetables is ideal. We'll go into further detail about what if that isn't enough and you're still having problems with allergies on a later episode when we talk about specifically, you know, seasonal allergies with, you know, congested sinuses and headaches and puffy eyes and things like that. So I hope that was helpful for you. And I hope that you share this with anybody that, you know, deals with eczema or hives or skin dermatitis. And I hope you share them and I hope you enjoyed it. And I hope you tune in next week for our next episode. Have a great day. We'd love for you to continue listening on your journey to developing happy, healthy kids. Please remember to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. Need one-on-one guidance for your family? Schedule a free consultation with Fraser at FraserBridgman.com and we'll be thrilled to work with you. Again, that's FraserBridgman.com. Thanks for listening to Natural Kids Health with Fraser Bridgman. 